All right. Welcome to <laughs> the first episode of Space Cats in the Morning. Um, oh, bitches brew and bubble tea. I don't have bubble tea right now, but I do have some beautiful rose and lavender tea. <laughs> I have my bitches brew, but I have, I should have brought my Raven Lunatic mug. We'll we'll bring that in next time. But this is just my this is my mom's mug that she stole from her college cafeteria. So it's from the seventies and it feels really nice in my hand, like an old diner mug. And so this is the mug that I brought to this first oh, nice. brew and bubble tea. <laughs> I put my Sylvester, the cat, um, mm -hmm. this, we're doing this series, um, as like a video series on Spotify. I believe we will also be, re uh, releasing it in its audio format as well, along with our normal episodes however you get them. But if you're listening to this and you want to join us, you kind of wanted to create like a morning show, morning zoo radio feel of like little additional unedited, I should mention, yeah. um, episodes that we're going to put out periodically, hopefully like weekly. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I like it. We'll see. And um, yeah, so you can find those on Spotify and um, otherwise find our regular episodes the way you normally find them catchers everywhere <laughs> yeah um okay so all right okay well one of the things we named this um bitches brew and oh, yeah. bubble tea i love bubble tea you always have your bitches brew <laughs> i did want to talk a little bit about like food and what we eat and drink but from a more like I, I get a lot of messages to look at it all from a more like energetic but very like lighthearted, silly place so what what's in your bitches brew okay That's yes good. so I was trying to get off of coffee I, anytime you ask me a question that should be a simple answer do I give the simple answer or do I give the entire backstory just like a crazy person okay so my backstory for this bitches brew is that I was trying to get off of coffee because it was making me sick and whatever so I started drinking this mushroom coffee which still had some coffee in it but it was like you know coconut sugar and you know very natural organic whatever with also mushrooms that I was very happy to have in my daily um diet of stuff that I have in my body to keep, take care of it. And so that was a little too sweet. Cause I normally would just drink black coffee or maybe coffee with cream or whatever. It was just like so sweet. And I was like, well, I've been wanting to drink more cacao anyway. So why don't I just cut it with this awesome cacao every time I drink it? And I was like, hmm. so that was good for a while. And then I was like, you know what, what if I just added some spice? <laughs> so now what bitches brew is is half organic or I don't know why I'm saying organic. everything's organic in this shit, which is awesome. It's half mushroom coffee with the sweet stuff in it. And then half cacao. And then I put cinnamon, cayenne, um, ginger and cardamom in it. And then I mix oh it God. with oat milk and it's delicious. <laughs> Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And actually I just made my first batch for Allie. She wanted to buy some. She's like, well, would you sell this? And I was like, I mean, I guess I was like, sure. So I made her a little, just a small container. Like I just kept scooping it in. Like, like I was doing one at a time. I don't know that because oh I don't God. measure shit. I just kind of throw it in and it becomes you're, its thing. You're turning into the local witch. That's so cool. <laughs> Holy that shit, I had cool. no idea. Anyway, first of all, I think you've already maybe told me, but I forgot, but I had no idea that it was like such an intuitive process for you where you just kept adding things. Just like whatever. Yeah. Now you're providing it to the locals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of excited about maybe where it could go because obviously I don't know that it would be feasible to keep buying, you know, massive amounts or whatever of of the mushroom coffee that I buy, but I know that I also want additional mushrooms and I'm thinking of buying like a Paul Stamets packet of like, you know, turkey tail, like all the things that you don't, it's, I forget the mushrooms that are in this coffee. I think it's, I don't know, maybe, I don't even think lion's mane is in this coffee and I would like to have lion's mane. So I was like, maybe I should just literally make my own. <laughs> We're not there yet for now. I'm good with what I got, but yeah, it definitely keeps evolving and it feels very intuitive. You're right. Mike. I don't know if this message has any value to you, but Mike was just talking to me the other day about, because we have 
gotten some mushrooms, those types of mushrooms, like reishi, and lions made stuff for him too. And he was like, apparently if you go to like a, I'm forgetting the term, but natu- Chinese natural, med- you know, that oh for like that form of medicine. Yeah. And they will sell um, oftentimes in bulk, like a lot of those mushrooms. But sometimes really? you need to know the 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 names in like Mandarin, I guess. Okay. And so okay. he had gotten them from his friends. That's He'd gotten cool. the names. So I can pass those along. But okay. Thank you. Yeah. Ener- I mean, energetically, of course, I don't know if the episode's been released, but we did talk on a recent episode about how you're an ambassador of like mushroom fungus energy. Yeah. So that totally makes sense <laughs> that you hold that energy in you. Um I'm very excited to be a mushroom ambassador. Yeah, those mushrooms, man, they are quite a consciousness. Mm-hmm. Love them. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going to my first mushroom class on Friday. No, Saturday. Did I tell you I'm going to a mushroom? Oh, yeah, I did tell you I was going to a mushroom class. I'll just say it out loud for the pod. <laughs> I'm going to a mushroom class on Saturday morning. <laughs> getting deeper and deeper into your mushroom energy. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah it has a lot of prongs I think we talked about it a little bit more on on that episode like what it means yeah, for you yeah. to be professor, but it's totally it's like what they're like totally like fungal <laughs> networking out <laughs> oh my god yeah that makes sense I, that's something I would do definitely and I'm drinking this it's this is just rose petals and lavender mm. um nice because it wasn't it didn't come to me so organically like I literally tapped in and and asked the question I was like what do I um what should I eat more of and they said like drink more like flowers consume more flowers so um nice and I mean those have so many benefits but I think that it's because it helps me get more in touch with like sprite fairy type that kind of energy um yeah that's what I was we were talking a little bit about the other day um I find that a lot of times I don't know it's like we've put up a lot of walls (laughs) when it comes to like figuring out what to eat and what's good for your body. First of all, I think everybody is so highly individualized (laughs) and we don't even realize like the extent to which it's like what our needs are so super hyper individual and like you really can't pay attention to anybody's diet other than uh, your like your own because it's just not going to work for you or especially the more you go into your awakening process, the less it will work. But we've there's just like so much like there's like overload of data and overload of like competing narratives if you try to like get information because I think we're not really supposed to be doing this in the mental space or at least for me that's the big lesson it's like stop trying to figure out trying to think about what you should be eating and like follow the the clues and um yeah and I feel like for me I tend to get really bogged down if I think about things from like a health and body perspective, I start, it starts to trigger all of these fears and stuff. And so they they like me to like, keep it very light. So they're like, so for example, they were giving me messages to stop eating cheese. They even closed my local cheese store for a month. <laughs> oh no. And I was like, I was putting all these like narratives onto it immediately. I was like, oh no, it's like too, too much saturated fats. It's not good. Cholesterol, blah, blah, blah. But I had done an oracle reading that was all about this death and rebirth of our inner mouse, like a version of our inner mouse that was kind of very doubtful and fearful and and stuff. And it just came to me. I was like, oh, it's like if your inner mouse is dying, don't feed it yeah. like a bunch of cheese. Like it was like very you know, <laughs> like, if your inner mouse is dying, don't eat a bunch of cheese. And just let it die. <laughs> <laughs> simple advice that makes so much sense and yet it's so easy to create a bigger story <laughs> that's what we're used to oh, doing 
yeah and then I also because I was at one point you were drinking or maybe you still are athletic greens and we were talking about or whatever the word is the greens you know the greens juice thing supplement you got and it. I kept yep. getting sinks I was like okay and then I was getting super stressed out because I was like this is so expensive this is so expensive mm-hmm. I can't commit to this and then I finally got I think a cheaper version of it and then when I was checking with my body it was saying like no um, after I drank it for a little while and I was like, what, why did I got all mad? And I was like, why, why the hell are you taking down this path? And then, and then I finally realized it was like, no, it's just like intermittently. We didn't want you to take, like for every me, day. it's not good to take things necessarily all the time or every day. It's too much for my system. Um, yeah. so it's like really getting yourself out of those kind of rigid grooves. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just so used to being fed effortless and easy, playful. Yeah approach sorry no that was actually a perfect way to end that the it's supposed to be effortless and easy and you know we we're just so used to being fed stories like studies show that blah 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 and then there's competing studies that show the exact fucking opposite and so we don't really know what to do and then we'll listen to somebody that we think we can trust who like has a life that we like and want to live or whatever it's like oh well they're doing this maybe I should do the exact same thing and and that's what we're used to doing so we're deconditioning from all of that and listening to our bodies and it's it's a process. I mean, it, it does become fun. Remember when I was first trying to, cause I knew I was supposed to connect with my body and I did not want to, I had such resistance. I was like, what the fuck is my body supposed to tell me? I can't hear it. I can't understand it. Like this foreign object that I don't, I, it's just my body. Like I live here. What the fuck, you know, <laughs> of course I should be listening to it, but I had a huge resistance to it. So just as much as you can keep it playfully curious is again, like the best advice I ever got was just like, when I'm starting to feel too stressed or I'm in my head about things, I'm just like, okay, don't worry about it. We'll try something else tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> you know, just relax. I'm, a, I'm uptight about a lot of things or I have been. So I'm <laughs> just... yeah, I know. It's like, they're like, no, it's so fun. And we're like, what if I make it the least fun while I'm experimenting with how fun it is? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> what, much... if I, what if it was the opposite of, of <laughs> <laughs> yep absolutely start every day almost every day with like a couple of squares of dark chocolate and I rotate different types mm. sometimes it's raw and sometimes it's whatever yum it's always it always has to be um like a brand that I feel like is like fair trade like that's yeah. like yeah that stuff like I feel like that is I my body is like and my heart are like nope can't do that anymore <laughs> um absolutely I I have physical reactions I was trying to eat like a Nestle crunch bar or something and I blew my stomach just like blew up and I felt so weird and bloated and I was like I didn't even have that much I think I might be allergic to something in here either energetically or actual ingredients whatever it is I need to stop fucking eating them and then I've had to go back to making sure that it's ethical brands or you know that that stuff I hear you and I looked up or no sometime at one point I came across something about chocolate being a really good manifesting tool like it's like a like a man like it's like a manifesting it has good energetic properties or something and I also associated a lot with I don't know it feels very godly to me Mm -hmm. chocolate well it's interesting because when people drink cacao which is very chocolatey it's meant to ground and center and open your heart and I feel like the heart is where like the galactic energies come in and anchor and then the earth energies come up through the root and anchor and this is like the focal point which makes sense about it being manifesting because you're not only pulling in the earth energies of like why you came here to build and do what you came here to build and do and also your soul blueprints that you're bringing here too anyway that makes sense that chocolate would be used for the heart manifestation type of energy it makes me feel this is not something that like I would have allowed myself to do in the past for any number of reasons 
And I don't know, it feels very luxurious to start the day with like, (laughs) (laughs) and it feels very magical. It always makes me feel like I'm like setting the tone, which is also why we, um, oh yeah, started this. We've been like implementing some stuff lately. It feels a big, a, a, a lot of this feels like the shift out of the awakening cycle into just ch- like chilling and being chilling. and vibing cycle is yeah like implementing uh routines and structure and things like that that are going to um create good vibes and like vibes <laughs> keep <on>. things groovy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you and I started having a morning chat because we're both we're both like, well, we really spend a lot of time alone. And like, there were parts of our journeys that required a lot of permitting and like getting to know our own energies as with so many people. But then it was just getting to be too much. Yeah. And so many thought I found like waking up in the morning to like a full day where I might not talk to anybody until Mike gets home at like six, you know? Yeah. It's a was, lot was a prospect <laughs> That's a after lot. like after doing that for the past seven years <laughs> so I was like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and even though I had a job uh, even though I had a job the last few years I still spent way much of my time alone because a lot of the times in my job I wouldn't actually talk to people like I wouldn't have meetings or you know it would be emails but like I was definitely (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) and um well yeah it's a process it's part of it (laughs) I didn't even realize like I was kind of gradually tapering off because I was still editing for this journal for or doing stuff related to the journal this film journal that I used to be an editor on for a while in 2020 so I would have a lot of like email interactions and stuff like that with people, but I was still like very like plugged in. And then mm-hmm. I was part of this writing group that was just an informal writing group, but we had basically like almost five years met once a month, pretty much or once every two months. And that ended in like 2021 or 2022, I can't remember, but, and I just wasn't really like, there was a time for them to end, but it was really, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like those were those things that I was still plugged into. And then I wasn't plugged into those things anymore. So yeah. Yeah. And now, and now that in- I've quit my job, I'm like, Ooh, yeah. definitely lots of space in the day. Like it was nice at first. And then it drags out a little bit and you're like, what am I actually doing? I'm supposed to be working. Right. But no, you're still conditioning into the rest mode and the chilling mode. It's like, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I like our morning chats. They're pretty nice. I really like them too. And we like talk about dreams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I've started doing is I try to get out really early in the day for a walk. And um, there's this, there's this very interesting, I live in Toronto and it's really interesting because everything is such a matrix, right? Like the things you hear about Toronto and how unaffordable and whatever it is um but then you just (laughs) you see all kinds of people living and you're like these people are not paying (laughs) those prices that we say it costs to live here to live here anyway there's very interesting like uh cooperative housing um block of buildings and stuff and it's got a lot of like hippie energy and it's cut like there's it's like a series of buildings with courtyards so you go along the street and there's like all these old growth trees so it's really nice and then they're like they have these big like yeah front courtyard areas that are like covered in statues like there'll be like an easter island statue or like a buddha statue and all sorts of stuff and it's like very like that's cool it's a lot like it's very (laughs) kind of cluttered and like whoa yeah. <laughs> for me I'm like oh yeah <laughs> but it's very it's very that energy of like you know some people got together with like a new idea of how to live 
anyway, always the people that are coming in and out of there are total kooks, like, you know, kook, kook, recognize kook, but they're also very much cat people. So that place is like oh. cat heaven for wow. me. And yeah. so I've started really, like, I just go every day for a walk along there and I try to like lure, I feel like the Pied Piper. I'm like, try to lure all the kitties out from their courtyards to like come out of the sidewalk and let me give them a little pet or a head scratch or whatever and I'm starting to really get to know them and they're so cute and um it's a great way to start the day and there's like these two I I sent you the photo but there's these two they're so freaking cute it's a little (laughs) black cat and a little gray cat short hair but they're they wear those like ridiculous collars that are all it's like they have a scrunchie around their neck that's like clown colors they look like they're little clowns with bells on it and it's to I think to protect the birds from them but it just makes them look like these hilarious like (laughs) circus animals (laughs) animals. if you've ever been to Montreal in Canada this is such a Montreal vibe place Montreal is known for like unicyclists like you're you're, like it's it's like okay Montreal is this is like the kook central of Canada <laughs> I don't think I knew that I don't think because I, I don't think I've been there I think I've only been to Toronto and then Vancouver yeah Montreal has and this a thing. little island but whatever yeah that's doesn't so it has this very small mountain called like Mount Royal called the mountain and every Sunday they have this thing called the tam-tams and it's people who come out with those tam-tam drums and it's like a big circle and they drum and everybody goes and chills and dances and there's like a lot of weed smoking that's been going back since like decades and decades really and it's yeah and that's like very Montreal like people unicycling around people at the tam tams um white people with dreads (laughs) (laughs) you will see well you'll see that a lot in Quebec but especially Montreal (laughs) wow um blew in my mind I'm trying to think of like the other aspects of that energy <laughs> anyway I let's just say like I really it's like my like there's like a 60 70 or something mm. yeah. signature energetic signature that I really vibe with I really felt like myself in Montreal oh, like everybody nice. walks around with like well not everybody but it's very common to walk around in like super like falling apart old clothes that you've this had for decades and decades and you know that's what I was wow. <laughs> yeah it's like that's so like not, not like my ex- yeah I was just gonna say it's not like my experience of Canada at all but most of my time has been spent on that little little island with like 200 people so that's <laughs> really not tell me more about that island it's called St. Joseph Island it is off of like the like there's a Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, and then you cross the bridge into Sault Ste. Marie, Canada, the like customs or whatever. And then Sault Ste. Marie is the last big ish. I mean, it's not even big, but like, it's the only sea that you can get to be, or that you go through before going to this Island. And I, I feel like the Island is like an hour, maybe 45 minutes, maybe outside of Sault Ste. Marie. I'm, I think it's North I can't really remember. And I'm also not very good with directions. So <laughs> this could be geography is not my strong suit. <laughs> Me neither. So I'm like, you... I'm like, I don't know. So you say, very sure. I've heard of it. No idea where it is. <laughs> it's just like straight through Michigan and up. And anyway, but yeah, there's this little island that you get to. Um, it's called St. Joseph Island. And there's like, I don't know. It, my family grew up going there. Like my uncle or my grandfather and his brothers, my great uncle, had a house that they would they had a little cabin first of all they would just stay with friends who were there like I think they were fellow teachers or something and they were like oh yeah we'll go up with you and finish and whatever then they eventually got their own cabin and house and whatever and so they would literally go up there my mom grew up going there my uncles grew up going there and then I grew up going there but we didn't go there a lot because by the time like I was in school my mom was you know and my sister you know we just we got so busy that we didn't always go up there during the summer And so, um, but it's, it's definitely like a place that I have been many, many times and it's just, there's nothing to do. There's like, you know, there is a small grocery, there's a place where it's like a hardware store that's 
more than a hardware store. Basically, if they don't have it, you don't need it kind of store, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then a couple of restaurants and then a harbor, you know, we, we used to have a boat where we would go out. I mean, the fishing there used to be really good, but you know, uh, over the years, like we just haven't really, it was walleye. That's what we would go up there to get is walleye. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. We would just spend a lot of time reading. We didn't have a TV. We might've gotten a TV at some point, but it was so late in the game and we didn't really have cable or anything like that. It was literally just like you go there and you just spend a lot of time in the woods and nature and there's no city noises. And it's just like really, really an excellent little spot. And it's one of those places where you can very easily, that's the first time I came to a place where I realized how easy it was to cross borders and not get caught because the way that you can get onto this island from the lake you have to like there's like a little customs booth that you're supposed to on your honor go in and call and say yeah I'm here from Michigan or whatever here's my passport number like come on no one's gonna fucking do that <laughs> anyway my Whoa. point is it was just an interesting, interesting little that's portal. very interesting <laughs> that feels uh, yeah, because I was like, this is so interesting that your whole thing growing up was like to come up to <laughs> a different country, but like literally the border was irrelevant. It was like, no, <laughs> just go a little further north and the border is irrelevant. Anyway, that yeah. just feels very living in the future to me. That's so interesting. I've done a lot of thinking about how borders are going to be very different in this new chapter we were just talking about it ourselves in one of our morning chats this week where it was just like there's just borders are so unnatural like customs is so unnatural it's crazy <laughs> but yeah they're so unnatural yeah. the craziest border experience i ever well i've had a few one of one of which was coming back from u.s to canada but in terms of just like length and intensity was the Romanian border. Were we going in or out? We were going in and it was just like, it was like a, this was in 1980, no, 1992, I believe. I was a kid and it was like a six hour wait in your car and they were like going into every car and like pulling out like couch cushions and stuff and good lord anyway, yeah it was like it really left a, I'm sure it was I'm sure I was kind of recreating another lifetime's experience mm -hmm. to like close out the cycle but it really left an impression on me I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah. Too much. yeah yeah just like anyway <laughs> Kind that's of hilariously over the top. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a country I really want to go to. Romania is on my list. There's like a road that I really want to drive. It's like a like a mountain road that I really just like, let's go. Also, oh, I, I just want to go I there because it's I've beautiful. It. <laughs> I bet in you know. In the middle of the night. Oh no. Was, yeah, well, I haven't driven it. My dad drove it, but it was very like <laughs> whoa. <laughs> in the is the Balkans? Am I, my geography is terrible. Is that right? Is it the Balkans? I think so. Again, my we geography is into terrible. Bulgaria in the middle of the night. And I remember it was like hairpin <laughs> turns and like my dad was just kind of like white knuckling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if like if like nobody I want to make sure like nobody's really behind me or you know any of that stuff which yes I understand how that sounds you can't ask for no traffic but I'm just saying it would be cool yeah, if there was no traffic and I could just drive as I wanted I love roads like that. and it's so fun but it can be scary because yeah how did you know about that road honestly this is embarrassing I'm pretty sure it's not embarrassing I don't actually give a fuck but I'm pretty sure I saw it on a what's that show that used to be on the BBC about driving about cars it was three dudes and they were kind of obnoxious oh. but they were also kind of funny what's it called and they would do yeah. like road trips I know what you're talking about Jeremy really. somebody was one of them yes Jeremy was a guy <laughs> uh there was three anyway and um I think one of their episodes was them going on that road. And I was like, oh my God, I need that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow, I wish I could remember the name of that show. Anyway, I know you know what I'm talking about, but still, it'd be nice to be able to pull out actual information from the soup <laughs> sometimes. Mm. 
It's so funny that we got to talk anyway, talking about Canada a lot. Yeah. It's just But yeah, I feel like I'm in like like when I go in that part of the street with the cooperative housing and the cats, I feel like I'm like in Montreal zone, little Montreal or something. That's so cute. <laughs> well now I want to go to Montreal and see this someday. I just want to travel. What am I who am I kidding? I just am like, I want to go everywhere. God. Everywhere. <laughs> Although I feel like we're going to be doing that a lot. And I had this sense last night because I was watching somebody and they were talking about the conference that they were, it was just like a YouTube video, somebody I follow. And they were talking about a conference they were organizing. And I was like, oh, I bet. Because at all these, a lot of these conferences which and retreats and stuff, which I feel like we're getting more possibly moving towards because... <laughs> I just, I could see versions of us that would travel and go to conferences and speak, or at least be there as like a, not necessarily a vendor, but like maybe a vendor. I don't know. I just, I just got the sense of like conference tours around the world, like that we would be going to, because we would be called to do these things to connect with other star family or, you know, I don't know. Um, and so I've had I don't know what of I was that Oh, you have? Okay, interesting. Meeting cool. up, conference feeling. It was very vague. It was... um. Yeah, mine was vague too. It was like when I saw myself, when I did a journey to see myself a few years in the future. And mm -hmm. um, that was part of it. It was like... Okay, good to know I'm not the only one. It, it always feels like, like I trust my own visions and I think that they're fun, but it's always really nice to hear you confirm that it's like, oh yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, yeah do this together yes I but think I it's like it's gonna happen when I'm let go of a few yeah baggage that I have around those types of things <laughs> yeah well it's it's interesting because I have been thinking a lot about how a new Jupiter cycle started when Jupiter moved into Aries I don't know this was like I forget. Anyway, it's, it's about to move into Taurus, but anyway, whenever it starts, Jupiter takes about 12 years to go around the Zodiac. So it spends about a year in each sign. And so Jupiter spent part of 22 in Aries and then retrograded back anyway. So it's, it's back now in Aries and about to move into Taurus at some point. Anyway, so I've been thinking about how 12 years ago, those things are going to, are coming back up for review, possibly not everything necessarily, but like the things that you maybe have were like, I thought that was going to be a part of my life. And then it ended up not being a part of your life or, you know, a, anyway, I've just been thinking about a lot of that stuff. Cause that kind of thing is coming back around for review. And in that last Jupiter cycle, cause it was when I was living here last in, in Indiana, when I moved back here in like 2015 or whatever the fuck time period that was, um, I volunteered at a conference fucking randomly. I don't know how it's like the kind of shit that, you know, felt like a weird, coincidence at the time and now I'm like oh of course I volunteered at a conference because like that is the kind of thing that's probably going to be coming back up for more and I got a taste of it like I was I was more of like an assistant I didn't really have like a I was just a volunteer you know I didn't get paid or any of this stuff but like I was part of the team that was literally running the conference and I was like I felt so cool because I was like always going backstage and like <laughs> you know I, I, it was just like a really amazing experience and I was like oh my god now that I've had this vision of us like doing all this travel stuff and conferencing things, I'm like, Hmm, I'm, <laughs> it's just, it feels even more solidified as a thing that feels really like we're, yeah, we're moving into that. Okay. Lame. Finishing I, of a thought. <laughs> no, no. I'm just, it's making me think when I moved to, so 12 years ago is when I moved from Montreal to Toronto mm -hmm. and, um, then my first job that I found in Toronto was working for this national legal law student organization and I started out as the like administrative coordinator per person so my main thing was organizing their annual training conference <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah so it was yeah. like for all the law students across the country would come and then the team at the national office in Toronto would 
train them on how to run their programs where their programs were offering like free legal information and they would like partner with local organizations and stuff to try to give like um yeah give as many free that's cool stuff to people and I fucking hated that job so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember when like early on in my spiritual awakening I, I heard like nothing is wasted and like everything and I and I was like yeah it was just a weird role to have but it felt like a part of it felt familiar to a part of me to be like a, a part of the hub like yep. organizing like calling in the different things but this is not a role that I enjoy <laughs> yeah this is interesting because I I was kind of so I have a lot of dreams where we're all at conferences I'm at conferences in my dreams like a million times and I thought it was mainly just like as I don't know what my human brain was coming up with as a scenario of like, oh, we're getting together as a starseed community. And, you know, we're, it's like, it's another part of alien school or, you know, whatever it is. And now I'm like, maybe we were literally <laughs> being trained on how to run conferences in the new way where it actually is fun and not annoying weirdness from the old way. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I definitely learned a lot of things not to do. <laughs> the yeah. Old way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. And like, oh, it caused me so much fucking stress. Um, <laughs> there was a period, I can't even remember it now. Sometime point over, maybe it was 2022, where you, me, and our, our friend Pearl, who's when we were in our Dragon Tree Collective, which still exists, um, but we're in a very nice restful phase now. But we were more, we were in a more active phase. And I felt connections potentially coming and there was a potential to connect to a, another spiritual group that had been organizing kind of something like a conference. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in the end, we didn't go down that path and I don't think it was a time or whatever, like it just wasn't like, but all those like feelings, I was like, whoa, like I remember just yeah. being hit. And I was like, I can be a part of this if I am like, you know, a consult. I, I oftentimes I'm like, I will be a part of this if I can like literally fly in, do one thing, and then go and not be doing any of the <laughs> planning yeah. and stuff. That's so interesting that you were feeling into how you would like to show up because in my vision that I was just like feeling into last night and this morning, I felt like the jack of all trades slash security or weighted blankie. That's what I was calling myself. I was like. I know I have like these weirdly, everybody does, but I have these weirdly, um, I have just a lot of spread out interests. Like I will talk to, I just know so many different kinds of people because I have so many different kinds of interests. And like, I have little tendrils connecting to a bunch of different people. And so I can easily figure something out if something's going wrong at a conference or whatever, it's like, I can, I can, I can either figure it out or I would know someone who would have this exact knowledge that we would need anyway. So I could, I feel like I could solve problems that people who are more specialized that we need specialists, like, you know, we need people like me who are all over the place and we need specialists. And so like, if a specialist couldn't figure it out, I could be like, Oh, let's think outside the box. And like, let me call in this guy. Cause you know, blah, blah, blah. And we could make it even better. And also I'm really good at like eating the stress and the energy of people who are like maybe just freaking out for a moment you know it's really stressful running conferences and I can just be like this the weighted blankie I don't know I just like <laughs> and like make it better I don't know <laughs> yeah like that was like I think I was playing that role I was supposed to be that person mm -hmm. and I was like I hate this I hate this I'm not built for this my energy is not built for this um yeah and that was part of the lesson it was like you're not going to be in that role yeah. for this kind of thing well every time I see because I used to be in a I often am in like find myself in like well not often but there's been like a, a group of three mm -hmm. and so I was in a group of three with two other close friends and they kept foreseeing like us building like a healing center together or whatever and we would talk about it and it'd be like I'd be like yeah <laughs> I think I might just fly in occasionally and do my mm -hmm. thing and like, like, yeah. like, it's always that vibe. I'm like, I think I will fly yeah. in occasionally and do my thing. That's exactly and, what I would want to do. I mean, I feel the exact same way. And I think that we are 
supposed to do that where it, like an old version of me would be like, oh, that's not, oh, I would be a terrible person for only wanting to do this. I should take on all the things. And it's like, no, 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 no. There are other people who are built and want to do the things that you don't want to do. And you find each other so that you make a big puzzle piece of like awesomeness. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I'm good at the, I've always played this role in organizations too, that I've been part of. I'm very good at being like, this is too much. We're taking on too much. And it's mm -hmm. kind of a Debbie Downer role <laughs> oftentimes <laughs> because people will be like very exuberant. It's, and it's funny because in my own life, I will take on too much constantly. But when I yeah. suddenly, when I'm in the organization, I can see it. Yeah. And I'll be like, this is too much for everybody. We need to like, it's like trim down, stop trying to do everything, stop doing that. But like, I think in, if it was a corporate culture, I'd be one of those people that's like, you're wasting here, you're wasting there or whatever, but yeah. it's all like the nonprofit world. So it's all like yeah. riddled with guilt. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, you have to offer less services and you have to do less and just, yeah. you're doing too much and everybody's burning out. So fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, I mean, so that's, the, that's the, the part that I bring is I'm very good at like seeing mm -hmm. the timelines yeah. and how they're going to play out and being like, no, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that that's why we've been so immersed in the bigger pictureness of everything, because that's what we're going to be good at for people who really just don't know how to get out of that old mess of doing the old ways of doing things were a mess. And now it's like, okay, there's new ways to do it, but you got to listen to the people who are going to fucking tell you no. And I think that's why we both, I don't know. This is a very Saturn ruled person type energy. I feel because we're both like, no, <laughs> you cannot have that. Do you want a solid foundation? Well then get this off and do this and make it just yes. like an actual foundation. And I'm like, yes, I will play the Saturn role. I love you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm a big consultant energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same. But like actually cool consultants, man, the old ones, Jesus Christ. Every time I hear the word consultant, I cringe because of the old, you know, energetic archetype of that kind of person where they just are like, ah, they don't actually listen to anything. And they come up with these dumbass ideas. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's consultants out there who really know what the fuck they're doing. And you can listen to them and have oh, that's interesting. good world. I feel like I didn't have like the like I've known people who are in the, that kind of grassroots organizing thing who were consultants and they and were they all were right good oh yeah good. they good they were like pretty pretty all right but although still working within the crazy yeah point works where it's like yeah, yeah we were doing the best <laughs> we could but like <laughs> this is oh, fun though I feel like it's just like very interestingly naturally gravitated toward like con connections and, and conferences and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That feels cool. So feels so fun. Like all the, imagine like all the technology we're really going to start seeing. Cause that's where people can actually sell it and introduce it to the world at these conferences. Cause like, again, the old matrix is falling the old ways of introducing new technology to the public. I don't know, through the government or government sponsored organizations or corporations that have, anyway, it's like none of that. We're not going through those channels. We're going through our own individual, like, and I feel like that's why we're going to be needing to not needing to, but we're going to literally just we're period. We're going to all these conferences because that's where we're going to meet the people who give us the technologies that we need to bring back into our communities to build out, you know, whatever. I'm so excited <laughs> because I'm finally actually looking forward to connecting with people again because of this type of, of energy, of this type of visions that I can see about like what we're doing. It actually feels fun again, instead of like, oh God, do I really have to leave my house? I don't want to put on pants. Like <laughs> if, if you can get me to put on pants, you know that it's a really good, <laughs> a really good event. <laughs> well, first of all, why is anybody going to be wearing pants at these conferences, right? <laughs> I love your Aquarius moon. <laughs> you are my favorite. I love you, Zaddy Cat. <laughs> Good, excellent. I mean, let me just, okay. Fine. I want to think about the things. Okay. First of all, I was working with law. If there's anybody who piles work on top of work on top of needless work, it is law students and law faculty and lawyers. Yeah. 
will turn something that could take three minutes into three hours. Lord, um, I know, seriously. But, okay. Well, okay, I'm just gonna, <laughs> this is funny. I'm just I'm like, what were my learnings from that was like, they had like nine sessions a day or something like that. You maybe want like one or two. <laughs> I love you so much. <sighs> yeah, everybody should just, my heart is so whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Um, you don't force people to bunk with each other. Yes. That fucking scarcity shit is. Oh, out. I hate that. It's seriously. Absolutely. Um, have your own fucking room if you want it. My yeah. God. <laughs> like we are in the new world. Like everybody has their like, whatever, like six to eight foot energy thing. Like, no, yes. Not, like, unless people want to, which is another yes. thing, but like, Oh, that that old scarcity mm-hmm. bugaboo is that a word yeah I hope that's not a we'll make it word. a word yeah <laughs> yeah right it's like well, that's a slur of sometimes forgive me I didn't I didn't mean to say that. we're um, doing the best this weekend I have no idea anymore I think it's an okay word um okay. so not none of that um nothing in the mo- like the, it's like morning is for chilling out and mm-hmm. like getting ready. I mean, everybody's timing is different. I know there are people who prefer whatever, but for the most part, everybody was so grumpy in the mornings. I know. And just wanted more time to like yeah. rest and chill out and stuff. Yeah. Um, just like, yeah. And it's also, mostly the purpose is just to get together and be in each other's energy. Exactly. So I was just gonna stuff is just like kind of secondary or tertiary even yeah and I also speaking of that scarcity thing I don't know that this really ties into it but I was just thinking about how they always pack stuff on top of each other so like you have to choose which awesome speaker you yeah. want to go to Fuck that. we should all be able to hear everybody so do less in a day yeah. or whatever like spread it out or again just do less during the day literally take it off your plate like do not double book or it's not double booking the way it is now but like it would be considered double booking if it was my conference because I want one thing at a time that everybody can fucking go to if they want and not if they don't I saw an interesting thing there was like a podcast conference in Toronto and it was like they had like a walking rule which was like if you come in and you don't like it just leave so it's like it's not disrupt it's not considered disruptive to just get up and leave um in the session if it's not for you that seems way more so much nicer normal Mm -hmm. and yeah a lot of it is just about like following the flow like you have to like it was conferences are so highly overstructured where you're not leaving room for like, oh, actually we should pivot to this. Like this is, we, we're not feeling this energy. We should pivot to something else and stuff. Yeah. That's why do less is the, so you have plenty of like time and space to make pivots yeah. and things like that. And integrate, like, you know, you're just packed, like a conference, I, I always come back from feeling just like, I have so much and I know that was so awesome and I love it, but also that was so much and I need, you know, weeks or months or whatever to unpack everything and let things percolate, yeah. which is still fine. Like, I think that it should take the time it takes, but like, there's a way to do it where it's not overwhelming in the moment where you're not taking anything in and it's kind of all post processing. It's like, you can process while you're there too. Like take some time to go to the pool or, or you know, whatever you want or take a walk or, you know, and not feel like you're missing something because we are all building in time to do that integration. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also be in nature so that, yes, can- that's the thing that was really hitting me when this person was talking about the conference they were organizing. She was like, and I picked the hotel, especially because it had a lot of light. There was a lake behind it. Like she literally, there was good energy in the conference as a whole. So that's why these new buildings that are being built are going to be important because they're going to integrate nature in a better way than these blocks of concrete, whatever the fuck that we have now. I mean, that's not, that's not going to last much longer because none of us can sit in that energy. It's just, ugh. 
Yeah. Also, it feels like there's so many things now that can just be done over Zoom. So if you're getting people together in in place, I feel like the primary reason is to just be in each other's physical presence and like play and be silly. So the actual stuff that's more like sharing information and things like that, I just, yeah, it just feels really like on the back burner to just like hanging out and, <laughs> and like parts yeah. like those parts it feels like yeah it's like minimal that stuff and maximal just because that's the thing is like we're bringing in a world of more play and stuff so we just want to be if we're yeah. actually going to be in physical presence with each other we just want to hang and chill and play and and then people will just naturally share yeah and connect the information with each other and connect with who they need to connect with you got it oh yes. we just so invented excited. um burning man essentially <laughs> <laughs> did we really i've never been that's the future of conferences is <laughs> that sounds fun to me i want to go yeah, to burning no man. i mean i was like talking Point. about this i'm like yeah we're just like <laughs> it's like yeah it's literally just like being around people and being creative and fun anyway i know there'll be good there'll be things where um other like there's like conferences where we focus on on things outside of just creative stuff as well but I mean that particular form right. of creative stuff like yeah <laughs> whoop, sorry I know I hear the siren yep <laughs> yeah we, re- we, we reinvented the wheel of burning men awesome. <laughs> yeah there's different flavors that, that uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it might be Burning Man, but it's going to be our flavor of of that or whatever, you know, and it's because some people can't handle, I'm, as soon as I said, I want to go to Burning Man, like I do, but I also am very much like, I'm not sure I'd be able to handle it. I think it would be maybe a bit much for me. Maybe oh. not. I don't know, but I'm hoping by the time I release this, we'll also have released our most recent episode where we talk all about neurodivergence and overstimulation (laughs) so we really get into that in detail but yeah it's very overstimulating and it's a lot it's definitely also a lot piled on top of um a lot but there's more room for (laughs) there's more room for self-regulation because you're just there to do whatever you want um (laughs) people aren't like imposing an agenda on you like the way they do it on conferences yeah. I'm, I'm also very excited to, to perform music at these places. It feels, I know I don't have that yet, but it feels so very imminent where I'm like, I have the, the music that comes out and we get to play it and sing it. And like, mm, there's like rooms that are have like crystals in them that like enhance the vibration and bring it into your body. And I don't know, man, it just oh, feels so nice. real good. Real good. Speaking of that, our little dragon tree collective what we've been doing lately has been so chill and i've been loving it so much is we just have gotten together a few times like spaced months apart and we're just literally it's maybe 30 minutes or 40 max yeah and we just like hum yeah. or recently added a bit of drumming mm-hmm. and we don't even like really chat with each other uh, and we no. just hum in unison it feels very whale potty and it's mm-hmm. so chill it's so it is one of the best ideas ever I'm so happy that you had them and that you got us to do them all because I'm like yes I think that this is a very nice healing technique especially and, and again we were talking about the overwhelm and all the things it's just like oh that humming or the singing or whatever I'm doing I just my whole body just relaxes and your energy you know all the energy of the three of us together really just it's like a hug oh it feels so nice yeah it feels oh like yeah you just get that like like you've been to the spa feeling afterwards we're just kind of like really drowsy and like yeah. intense and your nervous system is like <laughs> yeah. uh, it's real if nice. you've been listening to this and feeling like you're supposed to be part of this conference building with us you did touch out. <laughs> space cats happy hour at gmail that's the one um okay i want to wrap up by talking about 
your dream where I was in a cat's body and then how the dream came into real life with Gala. (laughs) Okay. So I had this dream where my sister and I and Zaddy Cat were in I don't know, probably a hotel room. A lot of my dreams have to do in hotels or whatever. We're in this room. It felt like a hotel room and we were going to be going out to do something. And I, it was so weird because I could hear Zaddy Cat, like they were in the room, but there was just a cat, like a gray, long haired cat. And they were speaking through the cat's body. Like they were in, it was like a phone call, but through a cat's body. I mean, it was, (laughs) or just like Zaddy Cat, but in a cat's body. It was just hilarious and amazing. And um, there was something about how, I don't know, my sister didn't know your new name. She called you by your old name or whatever. And I was like, no, their name is Zaddy Cat. Anyway, so it was one of those like dreams where it was like, pick a name that fits. Like my sister was like, okay, I want to make sure that I pick a name that fits Zaddy Cat, but also that's fun for me to say too. And Zaddy Cat was like, oh, you know, come up with something. We'll figure out if it works for both of us. Anyway, so it was a name thing. And then my, <laughs> my sister picked up the squishy kitty Zaddy Cat and was holding them like a baby. And I was like, oh, it must be so nice to be held like a baby. And then I was like, wait a minute, what if I don't like that? I might not call that in for myself. <laughs> so I was like, maybe it's not nice. I don't know. <laughs> and then we went out to to do our, our whatever we were doing that day. And you even said like, are you enjoying being held like a baby? Okay. <laughs> I had just I woke up to like this this note that you'd written to me with this dream, and I I woke up. I'd been in a f- energy funk, and then I woke up, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna. I feel this is not. This is garbage energy, and I want to get it out." And I actually managed to do a big clearing, and I was just like feeling like my energy was so much lighter and clearer. And then I'm reading this, and I had like this uncontrollable. This <laughs> are you enjoying being (laughs) and it was so true like like I'm always picturing myself as a cosmic kitty being held in the stars like a little baby like just being cradled and I I I like to ask Mike I'm always like do you want to be held like a baby and stuff like I just clearly find that very enjoyable as a cat (laughs) to be and it was so funny to me that you were. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyway, uh, it makes me think like I'm going back and forth between parallel lives where I am experiencing that. And it's very nice. It's very relaxing. And then I was like, "Yeah, that's what I want. Like, I want to be in a cat's body." Anyway, cut to like a few days later. Um. we see these photos from the Met Gala of Jared Leto in this cat who's like it was Carl the designer Carl Lagerfeld's cat who may or may not have inherited his 150 million dollar fortune in his death and he's like has this huge social media following is like this incredibly living this incredibly like pampered luxurious lifestyle anyway so Jared Leto is in this this crazy realistic like the first time I've ever seen a cat costume that was looked exactly like a cat it like was actually cute and so he's like this huge like I don't know seven foot tall adorable cat walking around and then he like takes off the thing and then his head's in it was this exactly your dream um and and I was like losing my I was like I hadn't connected it to the dream yet but I as soon as I saw it I was like I want that so badly I was like I want it I want it to be my fistique and I'll I'll just be I can walk <laughs> um, and that's what you looked like fistique in the dream oh that's <laughs> um <laughs> um and then also connected to um the oracle reading I did for the 2023 year of the rabbit um where we went through it you can if you if you go to our YouTube channel, you can see it visually, which makes a lot more sense because <laughs> I'm holding up the images in the book. But there was this, this it was it was like a book of compiled children's stories, and one of them was very hilariously like, "What do daddies do?" and stuff. It was all about daddies, and that came up as like a big theme of like daddies. Anyway, she pet the cat called Carl like in all in all her social media posts. She's like, "I miss you, daddy. I love you, daddy." Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. very sugar baby vibes. Um, yes. of what I'll take it <laughs> this year it's like bringing in um 
I found it very, very, very funny. <laughs> that was pretty incredible. The energy I right now feels so good. Told people though, like in in when I used to do energy healing sessions, I would I would talk to them about. I'm like, I'm like, you can picture yourself as like a, a little cosmic cat being cradled. Like that's like the vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, so it's a vibe. It's a <laughs> Yeah, apparently I'm not sure I'm going to like that or not. So I'm just like, oh, I'll, I'll test it out. We'll we'll see. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to like it, but like on my terms. Well, what was interesting about Choupette was she was never being held like a baby. It was like, it was very tailored to you. Like she wasn't being held by like a baby. And she was just like, it was a lot of shots of her just like in her own space, like having a good time and like looking around and being yeah. like comfortable and curious and stuff. And if she was held, she was held in a dignified Dignified way, yes. <laughs> I take my dignity seriously. <laughs> and I, I love this for us. This, this is me. Oh, the little tummy. <laughs> like, hold me. I mean, me. the amount of times I've talked to my, I've been like, wouldn't it be fun if I could just be a tiny little kitten and you'd carry me around in your pocket? <laughs> Yeah, that feels kind of like, fun. I was like, or sometimes it could be you and I'll carry you around. <laughs> <laughs> like, my main, one of my main fantasies. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. Oh, such a cute kitty. Yeah, so happy. <laughs> and I love the colors. Love the colors. But none of the cats, well, one cat let, let me hold him like a baby for like a second. I'm still looking for the one that's going to let me pick it up and hold it. Yeah, you'll find it. It's there. Especially when she was on her GABA drug Mm -hmm. (laughs) that made her like send her into seventh heaven. (laughs) It was like the longest train whistle. I was like, can you... Can you lay on that horn any harder? Thanks. Oh, okay. We're still going. That was that was seventh heaven, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she loved to be held like a baby when she was when she was tripping up. Yeah. Yeah. Guinan and Bert are not. They do not let me do that very much. It'll be like a second, and they'll be like, "Okay, that's enough of that." <laughs> I'm like, "But you need your tummy rubbed." <laughs> No, I don't make them, because, but still, you know. Yeah, that's funny. They don't like even Bert doesn't like it. He he likes tummy rubs, but only when he's like on the floor and he'll like lay on his back and I'll pet his tummy. Like he loves tummy rubs like so much, but I can't hold them like babies. They want to be, you know. That seems off. Come on, Bert. You're basically I know. me. he's getting there he used to not let me really pet his tummy period so he's made a lot of progress in a lot in a very short amount of time he's like okay tummy rubs it was a journey with Vistique too so maybe maybe eventually yeah Yeah. he definitely he likes attention they all they like attention but again on on their terms which you know that's fine fair enough exactly What a really fun way to do the day. This what I like these yeah. bitches brew and bubble tea. Oh, bitches brew. So join us again for the next one. Um, yeah, whenever that is. <laughs> yeah, and if you're hearing this, you can, and you'd rather be seeing it, you can see it on Spotify. Apparently, I don't know. I have to put it up, and we'll see how that all works. <laughs> yeah. Trying something but- new. But yeah, join, you can uh, put us on in the morning to wake up with. And um, if you have things you want us to, questions you want us to answer or things you want us to talk about, I don't know, give us yeah. an email, shout. But this, I like this a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. Now we need to incorporate the like crazy morning zoo sound effects. We'll get, oh, <laughs> but yeah. we did have the train. The train did it. We, okay, we got the train and the siren. <laughs> And the siren, exactly. <laughs> we'll come up with some good, maybe that's some of the new technology we're going to find are like actually cool sound. I think there's some sound effects in GarageBand, but I'm like, it's too overwhelming to me to find anything that actually yeah. is not screechy or mechanical sounding. I'm sure and there's better ones, but. These are going to be unedited as opposed yeah. to the beautifully edited and produced um, 
versions that our dear DPQKK puts out. <laughs> um, I love editing. It's fun. For our full episodes. Yeah, which by the way, stay tuned. We get the neurodivergence, and we've got one where we talk about superpowers, and there's even another one. We just recorded a whole bunch, so there'll be a bunch coming yeah. soon. Yeah, the, I, I couldn't remember what we talked about, even though we literally just did it like a couple days ago or whatever it was. And it's Lemuria, Atlantis, Mentaka, and then dimensional overviews. Oh, like third dimension. Yeah, it's a big oh, one. <laughs> so I, I just started that. I got the I got the superpowers one up as a draft. I forgot to tell you that. Ooh, so I'm telling okay. you that now. <laughs> Yay. No, I'm working on that one. Well, have a great day, Space Kittens. This is recorded on may the fourth be with you so maybe you'll be listening to it on the friggin eclipse itself tomorrow who knows lots of love all to all of you space kittens yeah and love have... you guys. Now, how do i stop there bye